Dust off those school books because Erica and I channel our inner Nam June on this week's episode of BTS. We get a little philosophical as we discuss Jungkook's most recent YouTube live and our predictions for B. As per usual, we also give some advice, this time for navigating the new pop-up shop. Grab a snack, get comfy, and let's get it! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We back. <laughs> oh my gosh, you make me laugh so much. Um, we have a new album coming out. We have a comeback. Yeah, so let's hop into this episode. We are still new to this fandom, but we've been through a few comebacks now. And this one has already been really different. Um, because usually by now it's what less than a month before the album releases and usually we have some sort of like timeline or map or something showing us uh, what they will be releasing and when I forget what day it was but just recently they just randomly decided to drop a concept photo for the new album and it came out of nowhere Um, there was no prelude to this no teasers no anything and I wasn't ready for it I got a Twitter notification I'm like oh what's wasn't even paying attention to the time and I open it I'm like oh this is a concept photo and we haven't gotten anything since so and I think that was about a week ago so they are not giving us any information they're just doing this chaotic comeback it looks like and I am here for it Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm here for it, too. Sometimes, though, when they do deliver, like, all of the dates, I get a little overwhelmed. I get excited, but overwhelmed, too. So, in some ways, like, it's kind of nice to, like, not know what's coming up. I'm I'm guessing that, like, probably come, you know, beginning of November, they're going to, like, hit us with everything. I think so, too. And um, maybe we will get a map after this, and this was just a... one off of hey here's a concept photo here's something to look forward to so what did you have you seen the photo what do you think about it yeah I mean I don't know how many thoughts I have that are like profound but what I will say about this concept photo is like when they released it it kind of was like giving me exactly you know what I was kind of expecting out of this based off of the hints and stuff they've been dropping whether through saying little bits about what the next album is going to be be especially on the youtube channel they've been like doing a lot of you know videos and stuff like that and if you haven't seen it or anything like that yet and it's just kind of like chords like recording equipment they have like sort of like suits on but like undone like their bow ties are undone and it's kind of like a little mix of like casual versus like formal and Jimin showing his shoulder as he likes to do. <laughs> well, they're not like in full suits. So that's the yeah. thing. Like they're top. They're in the suits that are kind of ruffled and undone. But their bottoms are like pajama bottoms. They have a lot of like music equipment. Jungkook has a guitar. And maybe it's a like a mantle. I could see It's that. supposed to be like a fireplace. I could see that. The vibe I'm getting from this is like 
I almost want to say like stripped, but I don't mean it in like a bad, like a risque way, you know, but not like raw, like, yes, stripped down. Like, okay, this is us after hours, you know, like that sounds bad too, but like, this is, (laughs) this is us like, you know, like BTS after dark. Yeah. No, because Hobie's shoes that he's wearing, like, I'm pretty sure those are his shoes, like his slides. He wears those like at the airport and when they travel and stuff like you see him in those shoes a lot. So it looks like maybe it's a mixture of them getting styled and like their own clothes. Like Jin has on pink silk pants. It looks like, and Yungi, I like Yungi's crushed velvet pants. And I'm wondering if those are actually his, that would be amazing if those were his actual pajama bottoms. You know, Jungkook's looks like an actual like pajama set. And then he has a bow tie. Well, what I'm getting overall from this, the vibe I'm getting is like, it kind of is like the natural next step after the journey that we've been on. You know, you have Love Yourself, you have um, Map of the Soul, where you go through the persona, shadow, and ego, right? And you end Map of the Soul at ego in terms of like a concept. And then from there, you go into B with where you're just being, you know, you're just yourself and yourself is this person who's integrated all these parts. So you have a little persona in there and you have a little bit of shadow and you have a bit of ego, you know, and it's all these things kind of like together. So I feel like the suits kind of are like a bit of the persona in there, but still like kind of opened up now to reveal like who they really are, you know, a little bit unmasked. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like how you were like, oh, I don't really have any profound thoughts. And now you have <laughs> <laughs> you have very profound thoughts. No, I totally agree. It's like we talked sometime about this. I don't remember if it was in an episode or not about them having to wear that persona and carry themselves in a certain way because of who they are. I think before, maybe a few years ago, the top half would be like more put together So now they still have the suits on as like, we're professional, we're being BTS, but we're a little more loose about it now. Um, And then the bottom half represents themselves, like, but (laughs) they all have something that's personal to them, that's comfortable for them and on half of their body. And that's maybe who they are. And that's who they just want to be is that comfortable um, person, like while they're at home and just being themselves. And then they're also musicians, so they're surrounded by all of their recording equipment. And I also think the recording equipment is like a hint. And but I think it's a hint at like, oh, we're doing this now. Like, you know what I mean? They've never really ever been featured that I know of, at least in a main like concept with instruments and stuff. We know that they're taking on a way greater role in this and producing and being fully involved in Mm -hmm in the making of this and look it's it's us no i totally agree and there's two tambourines so i'm hoping some song has some tambourines in it <laughs> i i could just see i don't know why i just thought jimin immediately <laughs> <laughs> and i thought tay so that's really funny maybe jimin and tay both have tambourines best friend tamba 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 I don't I didn't know how to make a tambourine sound. Tamba actually. tamba tamba. That's a, that's a tambourine sound. 
but yeah and um also the only color that's prominently featured is blue which traditionally and symbolically does mean sadness and uh far-reaching i don't know i'm just making stuff up now (laughs) (laughs) no it's actually so when persona came out the the pantone color of the year was that like pinky peachy color and the 2020 Pantone color of the year is a darker blue than that's featured here. It's more kind of like the color of Yungi's outfit. But the 2021 Pantone color of the year is the exact color of the wall. Oh, okay. So, so conspiracy pan- theory or I don't know. Or they have a Pantone <laughs> partnership. <No. laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But um, yeah, like. So this is all we've really kind of like gotten in terms of like visuals for like what this album will be, which is kind of exciting to think about what are what are their outfits going to be when they're performing? Like, are they going to just be in their pajamas? (laughs) I mean, we know V has done that in the past. We saw it multiple times in person. So and for Blood, Sweat and Tears, Blood, Sweat, Tear, they had. Oh, how can you forget that pajama performance? Yeah, that's like pretty epic, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll be getting some of that. I know ARMY would enjoy that. Well, and actually in some of their home performances, too. Yeah, everything was leading up. See, this has been in the works since 2015. <laughs> we point to the first sighting of a pajama <laughs> and they've been sending us secret messages leading up to this point no honestly with the way that they do all their concepts with like map of the soul and like if you go back they do really leave clues normally maybe mm-hmm. not the pajamas but they do leave like <laughs> dates and little hints and stuff at the end of stuff so like they really do but no the big hit team like creative team is just so smart and so creative they have these things planned out for years and like the I know you don't follow the storyline too closely but um in the Bunkton universe but they those storylines like there really are hints and clues like years and years in the works and it just it baffles me how they have this story and they can weave it all in together and a lot of people are saying this probably doesn't have anything to do with that at least this like this album maybe the next album will tie back into it but who knows i mean i like your your theory on that that it's like the next step after ego of just like being yourself and you finally find yourself you love yourself and now you can just be yourself um since we do know they are way more involved in this album than they ever have been before as far as the production of it um then i think that's a good a good indication of where the album the direction that it'll be going I'm like so curious as to like what this is going to actually sound like because with them being so involved you know I think it's going to be a way different sound than we've heard at any of the other stages like I know that obviously RM basically the rap line but RM J-Hope and Suga have like hands and writing a lot and in producing a lot already so we'll probably have like at least some familiar things sometimes or something but you know with the other guys like really getting way more involved than they've ever been I don't know what that's going to mean for 
what this is even going to sound like. And I think this album may be, I don't want to say all over the place in like a negative way, but I think there's probably going to be a lot of like diverse Mm -hmm. sounds in it in order to like incorporate all the perspectives that'll, that'll be happening and the experimentation. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm excited for that. I hope there is maybe one song from each member that they wrote or that they were the main writer on. Uh, Jungkook always talks about how he struggles with writing songs. And when they do their solo songs, like he gets a lot of help from Namjoon uh, with writing and everything. But um, he wrote Your Eyes Tell for their Japanese album. And that song is amazing. And it actually got picked. uh, There's a movie coming out with the same name in Japan. um, And they're using his song. BTS performed it, but Jungkook wrote the song. And they're using that as the soundtrack for the, like, the main soundtrack song for the movie. Like, his growth in writing is amazing. And I really hope that maybe there's, like, at least... I don't think it's going to be a full album. I think this will be a mini album, but I think it would be amazing if it was just like the new songs were like seven songs. And then there was one song that each like focused on each member that they wrote and had like a huge hand in, even if like the entire group is featured on that song. Yeah. Were seven different leads or seven different mm-hmm. perspectives. And like, I'm I'm coming up with this like scenario that is, probably not what happened but it'd be kind of cool if it's just like okay everybody in bts <laughs> this is a meeting i don't know this is rm saying this <laughs> i don't know but he's like okay everybody so we want you each to make a song that all seven of you will be on but like your like ideal song or your perspective or like what's the song that you would want to make with all of us on it because i feel like sometimes when they do their style things like you said it's like one person or it's like oh okay I have to like I'm August D I'm gonna do this as August D Mm -hmm. by myself but it'd be kind of cool to hear all of BTS on an August D type of song or all of BTS on like a mono kind of song like Mm -hmm. so it's just like okay you get to like lead this like you get to do your vision and we'll be on it with you Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I think that could be like really cool to hear because we're so used to hearing like them, their expertise and like their tendencies of what they really like on their own. Mm-hmm. But again, I would love to hear like, what does Jungkook bring to Augusty? What does Jin bring to Augusty? Jin, yes. Yeah. And what would any of them bring to Tay's jazz musical? <laughs> like, I think that would be so cool to have maybe he loves a certain style of music. And I keep talking about how excited for his solo album that I am. But I would love to hear a song that they were all on that had that kind of sound, that had that jazzy 50s, 40s kind of style to it. And to hear maybe like the rap incorporated, the rap line incorporated into that, that would be so interesting. So yeah, I have no idea what to expect. And that's like the fun thing with BTS, you know, everything is like kind of like a reflection of the stages of life that they're in, what they're going through, their new mode. Also, I love that they're not afraid to 
experiment and to just like be like we're just gonna make whatever it is we feel like making I agree I hadn't thought as much about the sound like I that should be the first thing you think of it's like what it's gonna was what is this gonna sound like but with BTS like you get all the visuals first and so that's where my mind has kind of been focused on we got the logo, the B logo, uh, they changed all of their social stuff to their new logo. And it's kind of like a gray and white theme. And then when the album pre-order started, we kind of see maybe what the outside is going to look like. And then they drop the concept photo. And so you just start, you really focus on the visuals and then you have to stop and think, oh, well, what's it actually going to sound like? Like that's the whole point of the album is to listen to the music. Um, I hadn't really sat and thought about what it could be, but thinking about the visuals and how involved that they are, they always put out some sort of music video or like teaser trailer or something for like the title song. Actually for seven, we got, we got the black Swan music video Oh, that was later. We got the on manifesto video. We got all these like super cool visuals um, for Map of the Soul 7. But we do know we are getting a music video um, and we know who actually is going to be listed as the um, director on this music video. And that will be Jungkook. And if any of you have been around for a while or for any new army, Jungkook is kind of the artsy one of the group (laughs) he can pretty much do anything I feel like when it comes to being creative um and he just has like this passion and curiosity to create things actually one of my favorite run bts episodes they make kind of this little mini um drama and he gets so involved with like doing the slate um the slate is a little like board that you like the little clapper board and he loves to do that Um, But he gets really involved with like directing things and like he actually has his own little company thing called GCF. So it's called Golden Closet Films. And he likes to shoot video of the members and when they travel and do all sorts of stuff. And then he actually edits and puts these little mini films together. And he started doing that just because he wanted he was curious. And then he actually he really started enjoying it when they decided to start divvying out the jobs on this album, I feel like naturally Jungkook would be the one they would go to for the music video. Um, So just a couple days ago, Jungkook did a YouTube live video. As we were saying, they've been getting on and talking about the album and the concepts and everything. And he wanted to get on and talk about the music video and actually how it turned out. And it was really, um, it was really an interesting conversation that he had and he just started getting all of these thoughts out. He started talking about just how much fun he had doing like golden closet film stuff because they would do it in between promotions or like when they're traveling and he would just do it kind of on the side. But then he said like now that he was working on a real music video and Erica, I feel like (laughs) we've had some of these conversations recently that when you're working on something for fun it's a little bit different and then when he realized like oh this is a real music video that's going out to the world going out with our album he felt so much more pressure working on this and then it wasn't quite as fun as he had working on like his personal stuff 
Ooh, that's life, isn't it? The that pressure can be something that stifles creativity and also just can like limit your fun. And like mm-hmm. you said, like when there's no goal in a sense and no outcome that you need and like also when it's just for yourself now it's like wait it's not just this thing I'm doing for fun but it's like how our group is going to be represented and it's like I'm responsible for like what the other guys look like to the world and what everyone's going to think about us in this era and like that's different like if you put out a film you know that's for fun it's like okay it can be whatever you want now it's just like oh wait this is going to be like here forever (laughs) For us and like it's got to be good and I think it's like yeah it kind of is like the concept photo where it's like okay you have this part of you that's BTS that's like you know this package that you want to present and you know you're at that professional level you want to appear a certain way and you that's part of the performance and the goal and then you also have yourself where you just want to like kind of like just like show up and be fun and whatever and sometimes those things really meld you know, together very easily. And sometimes those things are different, you know, you know, as BTS, you're focused, you're hardworking, you're driven and whatever, but maybe as JK, you're just like, eh, you know, go with the flow and whatever. And now those worlds are like merging and it's like, wait a minute, how do I reconcile these sides of myself the concept is really coming to life yeah and it's really funny that you say that because my next note that I had um the next thing he talked about he actually asked all of the members if there was anything specific or like a a specific side of them that they wanted to show in the music video and he said only Hobie gave him an answer like a real answer none of the other members were like oh I'll think about it I don't really know And then he said only Hobie like genuinely told him and showed him like, okay, this is the side I want to show in this video. And he was like, I should have pried more. I should have asked more questions. And he's like, because I want this video, this music video to show the sincere side of us. Because if you look at their music videos compared to like run BTS, they are complete opposites. Like Namjoon can barely stand on two feet and run BTS. Like they cannot play sports at all. But then you watch their music videos and it's like, I watched the making of the On Manifesto video and they literally from like dawn to dusk performed that choreography the entire day. I don't know how they have that much stamina. Like that takes agility, that takes athleticism. But then you see them like they can't play badminton and they can't play like they can barely kick a soccer ball. Um, But then they can do something like in the On Manifesto video. And so Jungkook's like, I really want to show a sincere side of us because their music videos don't really do that. That shows their like facade, their persona, the stage that their stage persona of we're BTS, this power group. And so he actually asked the members and none of them would give him a, like a real answer. Um, and he was like, you know, I really should have pried more because he really felt strongly about showing who they really are in this music video. Then that got me thinking of what is the song? Like, what is this song where he really wants to show their sincere side and like, what is going to be the message of it? And, and, you know, why does he want, why does he feel so strongly about that? You know, that's really interesting. It kind of reminds me of like dating, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're dating or if you're like online dating or something, you want to put your best foot forward, right? You want 
people to see you as your best self. So even if that's like authentic, and I know this kind of ties back into persona or the mask or whatever, you're like, okay, I'm going to highlight these parts of myself. And I definitely think that like, that's what performance well put together concept BTS is, right? And of course, you like that version of yourself. Sometimes you really enjoy being in environments that like bring that side of yourself up. You feel like those are the best characteristics of what you have to offer, right? Like, oh, if everyone in your life has told you, you like, you're so funny and you're so pretty and you're so smart. Those are the things that you're going to probably like want to really put forward and on display, especially if those are important to you. The other things you might not feel as strongly about, even though in the case of like dating, like the person that you want to ultimately be with will be a person who loves all those things about you. Like, yeah, okay. I like the great things about you that everybody else does too, but I like these like things that you perceive as flaws. I don't see them as flaws. I see them as like great. Like, so the fact that you can't kick a soccer ball that you are clumsy and that you are a little forgetful and stuff it's like those aren't bad to me those are things that those are endearing those who that's who makes you who you are or what makes you who you are yeah but I can also see how like that's vulnerable like Mm -hmm. you know BTS is exposed to so many people and as much as we're like but we're army we're here for you you have millions of people who love you just be yourself that doesn't mean that it's like still easy it's like the act of loving yourself is something that Namjoon has said is you have to do every day of your life and you have to like come to terms with that and being intimate and showing and vulnerable and showing those sides of yourself that maybe you're still working on like accepting and everything like that is like something that's really difficult to do. And so when Jungkook is asking him that, it's like, uh, they're probably not wanting to. It's like, RM started like, I don't want a video of me like dropping eight plates, you know, <laughs> like, and I'm not saying that that's the only thing about him. Maybe there are things about himself that we've never seen as army mm-hmm. that we would like love so much or be like, Oh, that really like shows me more of him. Like, mm-hmm. again, we know like, for instance, he likes to read, but maybe like seeing the way that he reads and like, he doesn't just read, but he highlights and whatever. And just seeing him in that, like that way. But I can also see it being like, not something that's easy to say like, Hey, Jungkook, get me doing this or like, right. Show this part of me. Because I think sometimes people don't know what the most endearing or sincere parts of them maybe are. You know, that that's a good point. Cause on in the soup, when you when you mentioned that, Yoongi actually that's how he reads. And even though like this show is filmed a little bit differently, usually on like Bon Voyage and Run, it's like, you know, they know they're being filmed. They know that it's for this specific thing. And obviously they knew they were being filmed for in the soup, but it was supposed to be a more like natural environment. And at one point, like, Yoongi just grabs a book and he, um, it was a book that Namjoon was actually reading. And then he was underlining things that stood out to him. And I had never seen him do that before. And I knew Yoongi liked to read a little bit, but this just really showed me, like, his deep interest in reading and understanding what he's reading. Um, and maybe they don't even know not what's, what, what, side to show but maybe they don't even know that they there's something that they do that someone would want to see humans don't really like to look internally in ourselves and we don't like to face like I don't know we don't look 
internally enough and see like, oh, what makes us who we are? Um, I feel like Namjoon maybe does uh, out of a lot of people. (laughs) Maybe it's not so much that, but like, I know that for me, I feel like a lot of the things that I do or do so easily are probably like boring Boring. people. It's just like, okay, who would want to see me do that? Or who would want to know about this? Or like, I have this problem too. I'm a very introspective person, but I don't feel like any of the things that I see do say experience are like that interesting or anything but it's not until like maybe someone like asks me a question or I'm in a situation that I'm like oh yeah like I did this or oh yeah like that part of me I guess that isn't like normal or whatever but I think it's Mm -hmm. that's what it is is that like what you do is so normal to you it's so every day that it's just like oh wait this is different or oh someone would care about that and even sitting here now is like well let's try to think of like what's one thing like if jk came to us <laughs> and, and asked, was like yeah show me your b side b e b side <laughs> but if he was like show me you know something that like maybe most people in like your life are not like exposed to like what's like something that like they don't really know i'm like well what, would what? i mean it's so funny because like my boyfriend obviously is aware of all of these things but like big thing that I do is like I love <laughs> I'm like I don't want to talk about this <laughs> <laughs> so but I guess I'm in it now so I just gotta I'm in, in the it soup. to win it you're, you're um, in the soup I really love YouTube and I like organizing the way that I watch YouTube so like one thing that I do like whenever I'm watching it is like I have all these like lists that I sort the content into to like keep it like organized and it's something I probably do on like a daily basis that I really like archiving and like sorting my like YouTube videos (laughs) that's a cool thing though because it can get overwhelming like there's so much content on YouTube and if you're watching it all the time and you want to like it's easy to go back and be like okay this is where I have these things I probably don't do it to the extent that you do but I do that with certain with certain things like I'll put like these videos here these videos here and I sort them into my my little things and um I only have maybe like five different little categories um but I don't I don't watch as much YouTube but I do that with other things with like sorting and organizing And my thing is with pictures and folders on my phone is how I (laughs) do the weird kind of thing like that. I have, I don't even know how many folders. I used to have more. I cut them down. But it's easy for me because I like to share pictures with my friends and send pictures. And um, I have way too many pictures of BTS on my phone. But I have those sorted into different folders so that I know like, okay, these pictures are here. These reaction gifts are here. These reaction pictures are here. I have my family over here, my dogs. I have pictures from Korea, my friends. So I have everything organized. So if I need to send something to someone, um, it's easier for me to find it instead of scrolling through like thousands of pictures to try to find this certain thing. And actually, I didn't think that was very weird until I started telling people that I did it. And then they're like, really? Like, you have time to do that? I'm like, no, I make time to do that because it makes me feel better. Like, if I went into my my photos and it was just a 
cluster beep of pictures, like I would have so much anxiety. Because if I can, like, I have a little tab, if I just click pictures, it is, it's everything unorganized. And I look and I'm like, okay, I have a picture of my breakfast. I have the weather screenshotted. I have like pictures of my dogs and then random BTS pictures and they're not sorted. And like, that just gives me anxiety. So I like to have everything sorted and in its place when it comes to that. And I've had people tell me like, that that's weird. And I'm like, no, like that's for me, that's normal. Well, I mean, there you go. (laughs) When you brought this up and you're like, JK said that, I'm like, oh man, I wish like the guys would have like thought about that. I'm like, I don't even know. Just thinking of that, like, and I don't even know how you display that. And if he were to ask me, he'd be like, okay, you want me to be clicking through these videos and like putting them on a list, you know? And like, it's hard to know, like, what are the things about me? Like, they know the things about them that set them apart in terms of like, being superstars right like oh I can rap really well or you know I'm really smart or like whatever right we see those sides all the time but it's like what are the sides we don't see maybe that are even normal like that are they're just typical like you're so used to like standing out like what am I supposed to do with that like and even me I'm just like I really am racking my brain and I'm like I really don't know yeah maybe they did take it seriously and sincerely to heart, but they just couldn't think of anything. And I think that's why he was like, oh, I should have pried a little bit more because I think he felt Jungkook, I think is a perfectionist. And he felt like if he would have just asked a few more questions, he maybe could have gotten something. And I don't know if he feels like the music video could have been better if that would have happened um, or what his thoughts are on that but I think he just felt like he didn't try hard enough in that situation and that's why he maybe he mentioned that but that's not his fault like that's a hard question to answer especially when you're presenting this side of yourself to the entire world like I wonder what he would have said like if one of the other members was in charge of it and they came up to him and were like hey what side do you want to show I think he In some points he does, but overall he doesn't see how insanely talented and gifted, not talented, gifted. He's a gifted human. Erica, you have to watch In the Soup. So on In the one of the episodes of In the Soup, they they get to do all these activities that they normally don't get to do. And one of the things they had wanted were big canvases. Um, We know Yoongi had kind of gotten into painting a little bit. We know Jungkook can draw very well. But Namjoon started painting and then Jungkook's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to start this painting. And he literally just like peeks around the corner of the house and there's this mountain over the lake. And he's like, OK, like there's my inspiration. I'm going to draw this. Like it looked like he just took a photo of it and put it on this canvas. He's so insanely gifted. The other members came and saw it and they're like praising him. And he's like getting red. He's like getting embarrassed. And um, he's actually really like I love his films, his golden closet films. And he actually got to um, shoot some of the footage for this music video. And he said that not all of his work will be featured. Um, So there'll be like a mixture of his filming and the normal crew. But he said he was like, he actually said he was embarrassed to say that he was the one who like filmed and directed this. And it's like, Jungkook, this is probably going to be like your best music video to date. I don't know. I just think he doesn't feel like he could put as much effort into it because they were doing a lot of this during their dynamite promotions. So 
even though like, yeah, they were quarantined for a long time. Um, then after dynamite came out, it's just been like an explosion of stuff pun not intended there. Um, it's <laughs> been just so much stuff going on. And then they still had to work on this album. They didn't realize how big dynamite was going to be. And they have all of this stuff they're filming and then they're doing the music. Like he has to work on producing and filming this music video, like in between. And, you know, I think that's a side that he has shown us before, but personally, and he hasn't done it professionally. And, So I think he was just kind of like he felt he wanted to put more work into it than he could. Yeah, I just want to Jungkook, I'm sure you did your absolute best and you always work really hard and no one is going to think that you did not put 100 percent into this. One thing I've noticed like getting older and stuff like that is that you can be really hard if you're a perfectionist, you can be like really hard on yourself at the time, right? And maybe you have these goals or a vision. And if you aren't able to like kind of execute that vision, it can feel like a failure or anything. But when time goes and you're able to look back, you're able to see like, oh, wow, that maybe this was really good. And like, I didn't like give myself like the credit for it because all you're thinking about is the ways that you're missing the mark rather than like all the ways that it really is great. That's something that is hard to deal with but it's kind of like that saying of like shoot for the moon and if you miss at least you'll land among the stars right and I kind of have to use that to like encourage myself of like with anything if I make a goal or whatever is that like progress is great and moving forward is great and it doesn't have to be perfect to be really great meaningful or good so sometimes it's okay to set like a really big goal and maybe you'll meet it and that's awesome too but even if you are shy of it that doesn't mean it's like a failure and it can still mean like what you've done is great and it's and one of my favorite quotes is progress not perfection yeah pretty much that like sums Mm -hmm. it up that that's the same thing for like this too it's like oh this could have been this Maybe it could have been better, but, like, you can't, like, dwell in that could have been. You know, you have to kind of, like, be like, okay, this is what it is, though. And what it is is still really great. There's also another thing. This might be going too much into the realm of, like, uh, deep diving, introspection or whatever. I guess that's what my video would be. And maybe it doesn't seem like that on the surface. Like, if people just, like, know me, I might be, like, joking or I might be, like, whatever. I'm, like, a super introspective person. I was going to say one thing that is kind of big in my life now is, like, I don't believe in the word potential anymore. <laughs> I, I I really don't. It's like, I feel like that's just kind of like an excuse for a lot of things and like mm-hmm. a way of like keeping people from like, like achieving it. Like when do, does anyone ever use potential and it's actually like a positive thing? You know what I mean? It might sound like it, but it really actually, oh, oh, they have, you have so much potential or I'm dating this guy and we have potential and it's just like, it's not reality. It's a fantasy. It's imagination. And I'm just trying to operate in the here and now. And so I think it kind of goes hand in hand with perfection, which is like, or perfectionism, which is like, oh, this could always be better. Or like, ah, but I need to change this. And it's like, it's not like being in the here and now and accepting and appreciating. You know what I mean? Instead, it's always like something's always missing. 
You know, I haven't ever really thought about that, but that is, that's true. And I have the, I feel the same way. I just hadn't really thought about it because people used to say that to me too about things like, oh, you have, you have so much potential. Like if you, if you mess up on something, oh, you, or you had so much potential or they Mm -hmm. had so much potential. It's like, well, they made a mistake. Why do they not still have potential? Like why, why can't they still succeed? Because even though they, they messed up or made a mistake or whatever, like things can be changed and fixed and you just move forward. You have to, like you said, live in the here and now and just be, just be, just be, right? <laughs> just be, oh to, be <laughs> to be honest, just be, um, that's all we can do. And not even just in this like current climate that should have been mindsets before this and moving forward into the future. Um, Just be live in the moment, be here and now we can't change what happened in the past. We can't predict what's going to happen in the future. You know, Jungkook beating himself up about all this, uh, not saying he's dwelling on it day in and day out, but him even just mentioning it. It's like, well, you can't change how busy you were during this time. That's the Mm -hmm. past you can't change how everyone's going to feel about it in the future when it's released. So you just have to be happy with how it turned out and be in the moment now of like, be grateful that you got to work on this. You had the opportunity to do as much as you did and be proud of what you were able to accomplish in this moment while doing all of these other things. And this kind of like is going back a little to the potential thing, but also kind of like loops in is that, my problem, I really have a problem with potential, but my problem with it is it says you're not enough or this is not enough. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody saying that, like, that's really what it's like a euphemism, right? It's a kind of backhanded compliment. Like you have so much potential, like you could really do this. It's like, but why am I not enough in this moment? And mm-hmm. so when I think about that in terms of like this video, it's like, oh, this video had the potential to be this, but it's like, but it isn't. And it's still great. So again, like we said, we're maybe making it a bigger deal. Maybe he's not really like (laughs) dwelling like completely on it, but it is what he brought up. And I do think it's maybe bothering him. And that's fine to like acknowledge like, okay, I wish I could have done this or like, I do wish this. But at the end of the day, like, I think sometimes time will like show like, he might look back and be like, you know what, that kind of captured what we were doing then. Because We wanted it to be authentic. And part of our authentic life is like, we're busy. And sometimes we can't put our full focus or attention, uh, full focus and attention on something for very long because our life is constantly moving. So that's still feeding into like the vision that he's trying to create, even though in his mind, he might have like a more perfectionist vision of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And he did say he wants to film and direct another music video later when he has time to focus more on it. And if he wouldn't have done the little bit he did now on this, he might not have ever realized how much he enjoyed it. Yeah, he's done like the GCF stuff, but that was, you know, just filming kind of while they're on vacation and just filming the members randomly. And this, he got to really delve into a little bit deeper of the production value and directing. And he realized how much he likes doing that. Um, And he's like, later down the road, I want to do like a more exciting, in-depth music video when I have time to focus more on it. And that could be like somewhere where his talent shine, as with Yoongi and 
Namjoon with their writing and their producing, like he might start working with their music video production team a little bit more closely down the road and really like honing his skills on that. And that's something that he never would have gotten if he wouldn't have even just had this little bit of opportunity to work on this. I think it's going to be great already just from hearing him, how passionately he talked about it. And it was really cute. He did say he wants to know if ARMY can spot what scenes that he actually filmed. He was like, I want to know if ARMY can um, sense my style. And I I bet we can. Like, I bet mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like, oh, yep, those are the scenes that Jungkook shot or filmed or whatever. And even if in his mind he didn't put 100% into it, we're going to see that he put his whole heart and soul into it. And we will feel the effects of him working on this music video, I think, over any other one that's ever been released. Yeah. And you know what? Like you said, he's just starting off and delving deeper into this. And I think this could be a lesson to all of us. Like, I think when you you do something maybe as an interest or hobby and then maybe you want to delve deeper into it for whatever reason maybe professionally or just because you want to know more anyone who's like mastered anything has said that like oh if you truly are mastering something you realize just how much you don't know and how much more there is to learn that's an exciting thing because like I think sometimes when you're a novice or you're a beginner you can think that you know so much about something And that's usually like the mistake of being a beginner. But the more you delve deeper, it's like, oh, I could do this better. or I can learn this. And that's just the sign of like really, again, getting to know and learn and be truly passionate and interested in something is like, oh, there's like so much to conquer. So that perfectionism thing can also be just excitement. It's like, oh, but I want to learn more about this and I want to spend more time on this. And it's like, this is just one of your first projects. And you're going to always maybe feel that way because there's always something like new to learn in the fields that you are like the most interested in. So it's just also a part of like becoming a master at something. And it's these beginning phases of like, there's so much more to learn and there's so it's much deeper than I ever thought it was. So I'm excited. And yeah, I think now we're putting so much pressure on this. It's like, what if it's like stick figures, like dancing? <laughs> like, I, I didn't get to. <laughs> it will still be the most viewed music video on YouTube in less than 24 hours, even if it is. <laughs> or it's like a black screen. That's like, sorry, I didn't get to film anything. <laughs> it's like when the, the last year, the year before, a couple years ago, I don't know when an egg was the most liked picture on Instagram, just like <laughs> a black screen is going to be the most viewed video of all time on YouTube. But we still find meaning. Like, let me tell you mm-hmm. something. You go to Paris to the Centre Pompidou, and that's like this like art sort of center and whatever. And they have a ton of like modern art there. And I remember going in paying like my 20 euros. So I remember going in and like they had exhibits where there's like just like belts on the floor. And this <laughs> is like considered modern art. And I'm like belt on the floor. That's my room. Okay. Where's I'm not charging 20 people entry fees to my like $20 entrance fees to, <laughs> to my, my room, my messy room, which I guess that's a side that, you know, it's like, oh, your messy room, how endearing. Like, no, that's not endearing. Like, that's not a side people need to see. Um, But <laughs> apparently 
at the Sandra Pompidou, it is a side that people want to see and pay for and consider art. So even if he did have just like a blank screen, people would be like, this is so profound. Just be. That's just be. Just be. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this is the best thing you've ever done, Junku. <laughs> and you'd be like, really? I, now I really hope it is just a black screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I know that. The, so one of the things from like months ago that they showed us in their behind the scenes was like Jimin taking on more of like a project manager role mm-hmm. for this. So it's not even just that they're working on the visuals or the production, but just like all aspects and he they really put him more into a leadership role and an organizational role and you know that's not at least from our knowledge like a role that we've really seen Jimin ever do all of them are in different roles than they usually are so well other than Jungkook I guess I think that's just gonna make it a much more interesting album and like you said kind of all over the place but in a good way because we don't really know how everyone took to their roles 100% and like maybe they were put in certain roles that they didn't know they would be good at doing and then they end up being really good at doing that and it could be like a newfound I don't know not talent but a newfound thing that they're like oh I can actually I'm good at doing this or I have never tried to do this before and then they find that it's something that is easy for them or they have a knack for and they didn't know that they did before yeah I mean and isn't that the way that maybe we should be like approaching life like I think it's so easy to get into like our comfort zones and stuff I do this all the time but like and be like well this is what I'm good at and I know what I'm good at But there could be something out there that, like, you just haven't really tried that you can be so great at. And BTS would know. Because, like, think about even, like, how V got into the group. And, like, how Jin got into the group. Like, these guys weren't even singers. They're not even people who were looking to be in a K-pop group or celebrities or, like, in that way. And then they're in the greatest group of all time, you know. And that's, like, their job and what they do. And they excel at it. They had to be in, like, these serendipitous circumstances in order to, like, find that out. And if you really look at, like, maybe some of the things that you enjoy doing or that you're good at, think about the way that you discovered that you were. Maybe it wasn't anything that, like, you knew ahead of time, like, oh, I know I'm going to be good at this or I know I'd like to do this. But a lot of times maybe you, like, stumble into it. It's like, oh, I just happened to, like, do this thing and actually... I really like this. And actually, I'm really kind of good at this. And I think the older we get, the more we're like, okay, well, those have run out. <laughs> like, that's not going to keep happening. The times are different, just like with B. Like, all of their albums and the music that they make at different stages of their, like, lives are different. And just like that with us, maybe something you didn't like in the past, maybe enough years past, maybe you have a different perspective different experiences different skill set and maybe it's something you will like maybe if they tried to make v a schedule maker or jimin more of a leader like getting all the ideas together at the beginning of being bts it would have imploded and fell apart but now they're older and they know each other more and they're stronger and they're growing so Mm -hmm. now they can take on new skills and things and maybe enjoy them even more Yeah, I think about that, I guess, in my own life, too, just 
I guess in the past year, to be honest, like, I guess with teaching English in Korea, that's not something I ever thought I would do. And that just kind of like fell into my lap with, you know, knowing BTS and the people that I met through BTS and come to find out like I was really good at it. And the kids really liked me. And I really enjoyed it. And it was something I never thought I would enjoy. Um, Both my parents are in education. When you're younger, some people do. But a lot of kids are just in that phase of like, oh, I don't want to be what my parents want me to be. My parents always were like, oh, you'd be a great teacher. You should be a teacher. I'm like, no, like I want to do something else. Um, I didn't ever think I would enjoy being a teacher. And then, you know, this opportunity came about and I realized how much I do enjoy it. I don't think if 10 years ago I would have had this opportunity, I would have felt the same way. I think it would have been different. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much or if I would have been as good at it. But like over time, I've learned things about myself. I've grown. You know, I was put in this situation at this specific point in time and realized like, okay, this works for me now. And I, you know, with BTS, the same if when they first came out as a group, if like you just said, if they would have been put in these different roles they could be a totally different BTS now than they are, but they've all learned over the years and have grown and learned from each other. And I think that's a testament to the group that they have all helped each other grow and learn and that they support each other in these different roles. And are like, no, you're good at this. Like, and they tell the other members instead of just letting them kind of guess or be like, Oh, am I, am I doing this right? They support each other. They encourage each other And I think this whole album is going to be that, like just showing the specific sides of themselves and how they have supported each other in these roles. And I think it's going to be just a very, be so much BTS that we're going to feel like we know them even better and deeper than we've ever known them before, which I don't know how that can be possible because we feel like we know every facet of them already but we don't. And this, I feel like this album, I think the word you used earlier, you stripped, I think it'll be kind of a stripped down raw album and I'm ready for it. I am too. And, you know, we've talked at length in a lot of episodes about like what this kind of weird, but special relationship is with BTS. And so it's always great when we feel like we get to like peel back another layer and get to know them even better because they do feel like friend is a weird designation because it's such a broad word they they are our friends and mm-hmm. i when you really get down to it we spend as army so much time with and on bts think about that in comparison to like some of the friends that you have in your life and even some family members And some of your closest friends, you might be spending like an hour a week, maybe not even that, with and talking to them. And then think about the time that you spend with like BTS hours inside of their perspectives, maybe through their music, watching them on, you know, through entertainment, like run BTS or in the soup or whatever, um, talking to friends about it, looking at concept photos, things like that. So when you really add it all up, 
even if people are like, you're not friends with them or you don't know them or like, that's weird. They're just celebrities. It's like, well, actually, they're a very important part of people's lives and can be maybe even a main focus of people's lives. I know that they're a main focus of my life. And so even if I'm not like communicating with them directly, they do communicate with us. There is like this like energy shared. We do feel like we're getting to know them and we do know them in certain aspects. And just like with anybody, even with my friends, they're I don't know everyone super intimately. I don't know all of their worries, all their fears, but there might be like some ways I know BTS better than I know some of my friends because of what the ways that they've let us in, because of the ways that we see their personalities and just from time spent, you know, time spent with someone is a way of building relationships. I, You know that I feel the exact same way. I know that all of my other army friends feel the exact same way. And I'm sure there's a lot of you guys that feel the exact same way. It's not weird because they have expressed those feelings before. I mean, I, John Cook even said like in his live, like he, he hopes army can tell what shots that he filmed. And he was like, I have complete faith in you. I feel like they feel like they know us. That was a really weird sentence, but I feel like in some sense, they also think we're friends in their heads. It's like, Oh, these army are my friends. And I've put it out there before with Erica telling her like, okay, on Weverse, on Twitter, they're always asking, what are you doing when, um, when they had the fan cafe that I am still salty. I never got into, uh, when Jungkook would do those chats with army, he wanted to know, what are you doing for homework? What are you eating? What are you doing right now? Do you have a job? Are you in school? They want to get to know us on the same level as they're letting us know them. They put their heart, their soul, their every being into their music. Their music isn't surface level. Their music is all about them and ex their life experiences and things that they believe in. So we do know them. We know what they believe in, how they think, because they put it on paper and sing it to us and put it out there for everyone to hear. You know, there's a lot of people in my life that don't do that to me or for me. They don't tell me how they're feeling, what they're thinking, because they think people will judge them or they are afraid of what they'll hear back. And BTS just lays it all out there for everyone. I definitely, a lot of my closest friends I know very well, but there are a lot of people in my life and quote unquote friends that I have that I definitely know BTS much better than I know them because BTS allows us to know them. They're open with us. They're honest with us. They teach us to be ourselves and to love ourselves. Um, and then that's really the only way we can continue on with life because then that allows us to be loving and open and honest with other people. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. And like, I feel like if before I was ARMY, like I have a, fr a few friends that are like really into a couple of other groups, like whether it's like BSB or Hanson or whatever. And they're like, they're really into them and have followed them for years and years and years. And like, it almost seems like a part of their identity. And it's something as an outsider, like I didn't really get. And I'm like, they're really into that or like, okay, like good for you but you know you're kind of a little judgy and now that I'm a part of it I see like I see it in like such like a different way and it's like oh I kind of get it there's like community and there's friendship and there's connection and yeah I don't get it 
with Hanson personally, but I get it with BTS. Like, this is what I connect to. And I, I feel like once you get over the fact of like, like, let's say we were to meet them, like, I think there's this feeling like, oh, I would be friends with them. I would laugh with them and I would, you know, joke and, you know, get along with them and be able to talk to them, you know, and stuff. I keep thinking about like, so Jimin did his live, right? Basically, it was him like explaining like, okay, normally we have meetings and like the others are like responsible or like maybe it's RN's responsible for like getting all of our thoughts together, compiling them and sending them to like the company. You know, he had to be the one making notes and just being present in a different way at the meetings. But when he was doing his live, a lot of times he wasn't talking and he was just like typing a ton. <laughs> so the reason I'm laughing is because when V did the next live, you could tell he's totally making fun of Jimin. <laughs> he was just like, I just just love him and just be so we'll see what this album is. And we'll see, like, I have no even predictions, like, sonically. Like we said, it could be jazz, it could be pop, it could be rap, it could be everything. You can't really make predictions with BTS stuff, too, because it might be the complete opposite. (laughs) Like, it could be the complete opposite of everything that we talked about today. (laughs) Well, we'll have to see. Um, Is there anything else about, like, the album or coming up or predictions or Um, The only other thing really that has been going on, the pop-up shop opened last night and it's going to be running through January. So we like to give you guys advice every episode. So don't just run and buy what's there now unless you really like it. But there will be more items coming with different designs over time. I don't know what the schedule will be, but they'll be releasing new items Um, Right now, there are designs for Black Swan and On. So if those are two of your favorite songs, then get on and check out the designs. They're actually really cool. There's some cool stuff on there, some sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, pencils, pens. So there's like stationary stuff. I was really wanting a mug. I wanted the On design, but they didn't have a mug yet for On. They have one for Black Swan. So I'm hoping maybe later they put one for On. Um, But in also one of the promo videos, there were like individual member designs and maybe there will be a good mug for individual member designs later that I might get to. So I like getting practical stuff and I drink a lot of coffee, so I would get a lot of use out of my mug. But you can go to the Weaver shop and check out the new pop up online pop up for USA. And let me see. Let me look at my calendar because it's not for quite everyone yet. So they did open actually the the one in Seoul and they put out some pictures. Uh, it's so beautiful. I'm a little sad that I'm not there uh, that I still and that I can't go this year. But the Korea and the global and the USA online store will run from now through January 24th. And then there'll actually be an online store and a showcase in Tokyo uh, starting in November in Asia in general. So in Indonesia, Malaysia, the Philippines, Singapore, Taiwan, and Thailand. And those will all start in November. And then, um, sorry, Europe, your online store doesn't go up until November. But that'll give you guys some more time to save money for (laughs) what you want. But the stuff is really, really nice. The designs are really cool um, for On and Black Swan. But I'm excited to see some of the like member-specific 
designs and what other songs, if they have other songs from the seven album uh, designs. And again, my advice to you guys is, is like, if you feel overwhelmed with the merchandise and you're also like, um, this is a lot of money, you could either completely abstain and you'll probably be okay. Or only like what I try to do is just only buy things I really want. And I know that's hard to like distinguish because it's like, well, I want all of it. Right. <laughs> but really like hone in on that. Or as like Molly said, she's looking for like mugs. Maybe think about one item that you can, you know, get and just kind of call a day like, okay, from every era or if I am going to buy merch, I want it to be like a hoodie. Um, that's a good way to kind of like narrow it down because like they have been bringing the pain to people's wallets um, with how much there is available. And I feel like it's just like the story of BTS in general. It's like they will never leave you in drought mode, right? They will always leave you very full and there's stuff available. And when I think back to like when I was like super into sync and stuff, there was like some merchandise you could pretty much get like whatever you wanted. And it was like three things ac- across like years, right? There's a necklace, there's a book and there's a t-shirt, you know what I mean? And that is not this. You could have a full wardrobe of BTS. It can be, again, overwhelming, but Remember, you don't have to have everything and just kind of really prioritize what it is that like you would want. Erica's advice is good. Um, Just pick maybe a category or a specific design and then stick to that unless you already have your savings for it and then just go crazy and have fun and get whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. If it makes you happy. It must be BTS. (laughs) We have the potential. Yes, we have the potential to learn how to transition. On that note. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. (laughs) Always. Thank you for listening. We used to say, I used to say this a lot, even if no one was listening, I think we would still do this, but we appreciate every single person that listens to us and does anything to support us. Um, We wouldn't be BT yes without you guys. Without Um, BT you. Yeah, yeah, we (laughs) we wouldn't be us without you. And we appreciate every single person that listens to us and we purple all of you even though we don't know any of you it's like our relationship with bts kind of like we don't know you guys personally but i feel like i know you and hope you guys feel like you know us a little bit and that we are friends and you can come to us for anything anytime yeah well thanks for listening and until next time Why say no when you can say B T Yes! See you next time. Bye, y'all. Let's get this bread.